Joey McGuire is doing unheard of things on the recruiting trail right now. We're going to break down his newest commitments and take a look at what it means for Texas Tech coming up on today's Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Texas Tech, a member of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Texas Tech your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. I'm Ryan Mainville. I cover Texas Tech for the Dallas Morning News. Very glad to be back after a week away. Really appreciate Emery holding down the fort. He is my co-host, a longtime Texas Tech analyst, writer, and podcaster. Today, man, we've got to talk about what Joey McGuire is up to on the recruiting trail because it is absolutely insane. He is just absolutely torching it, just landing a bunch of recruits, recruiting West Texas. It's really good stuff. We're going to get into all the names on today's episode, which is brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Emory, I, I don't know how to put it into words what Joey McGuire is doing right now. The past three days have really just been a sample size of what we've seen since he was hired in November and the recruiting right now. It, it's just unreal. Yeah, you look back at the last seven, eight years worth of tech recruiting, and it would be rare to have more than four or five guys signed up at this time of the year for the next class. And currently for the 2023 class, tech has 13 guys. That is ridiculous they've had more commitments in the last 72 hours than i believe matt wells had in four or five months leading into the summer of 2020 what was it 2021 for his supposed last class that never ended up happening so to say that what joey mcguire is doing is special will be an understatement i mean we have not seen this level of recruiting ever attack to be completely honest because even if there have been classes that have ended up top 30 or so it's never come in this rapid time period and been this well developed this many just high high level talents coming in so early in the class and not only that but i mean you're talking about guys that are versatile guys that can play at the the next level and can do a variety of different things and on on paper and just looking at the raw talent i have to say this class already looks to be as stacked as we've seen in recent memory Versatile is an understatement. I mean, we're going to get into some of these guys in a little bit, but just a just an insane class here from McGuire. And I mean, I, I tweeted this a couple of minutes ago. Um, according to the Rivals rank ratings, that's that's my favorite source to look at ratings for. Joey McGuire has landed seven four-star commitments already in total since being Texas Tech's head coach. Matt Wells landed three over three seasons. I mean, this is this is unreal. It's unbelievable. And to think that... Really, his 2022 class, it, it's its not even really valid to, to grade him off of that because he he had breadcrumbs left. Like, that was that was what he was handed to him. He had not very many options left, and he still managed to get stuff done there. And what he's doing with, with 2023 already, as you mentioned it, is just insane. I mean, Texas Tech, I think after the early morning commitment, jumped up into the top five nationally for the 2023 rankings. And, and when we wake up tomorrow... I wouldn't be surprised if they are a top three, at least. I mean, it, it's unbelievable what we're witnessing here. And 
Um, I, I just don't know how you can do anything other than give Joey McGuire, um, James Blanchard, Cody Belair, all of these guys a, a ton of credit for what they've done. Yeah, I think the thing is the recruiting ratings aren't even going to be the full story because you've still got a lot of guys that I feel like really kind of outplay their ranking in a sense. Like we'll get into it later today, but just looking at some of the guys that Tekka brought in, Marcus Ramon Edwards from today is probably the best example of a guy that on paper and looking at the raw talent, there's no way that he would be unranked, but yet you look at kind of how the star system works and they haven't quite caught on to that. So like this this time of year is always gonna be a little bit fluky when you when it looks at when you look at rankings and sort of how classes stack up. But still, I mean you you look at any other class in the Big Twelve and really in the country and there's not this depth of talent coming in. So this isn't just a Texas Tech thing. What Joey McGuire is doing is very rare to see at this time of at this time of year, and especially for a team that isn't a blue chip type team that isn't attract that hasn't attracted all of this level of talent early on in cycles like this before. I mean, the only other time that I can think of that would come even close to this sort of shock would be when a few years back, Kansas had all of the four stars that signed up in one time. And that turned out to be just kind of like a local handshake thing. A lot of guys from the Louisiana pipeline and that never held on, but this is legit. This is guys that Joey McGuire has been working on. We've seen interest from them over the last couple of months and they're land we're landing them all at one time. So it's sensational to see. It's really good recruiting efforts by McGuire and company. I think that it speaks volumes for just how how much tech has come around as a, as a program and how much players are looking forward to playing in Lubbock and playing for McGuire. And you, you, you glossed over something at the beginning of that. I think that I've been really more cautious than maybe most people when looking at the national rankings and just rankings in general i feel like it's a little skewed obviously to say texas tech is a is a top three recruiting class right now it's a much different story than when we when we approach national signing day um at, at the next side of the cycle but um i mean really there there's there's no there's no way for me to kind of be critical here or tell myself to lay off the gas i mean even if texas tech doesn't finish as a top five recruiting class in 2023 which would be one of the most insane things I think I've ever seen in sports for you to turn a program around like that. Um, we're going to see Texas Tech land one of the best classes they've had maybe ever in 2023. I mean, it is unreal. And I just, I don't know if we've had an excitement around high school recruiting like we have right now with Joey McGuire kind of just leading the charge. Like I remember last or two two uh, recruiting classes ago, I guess it was last, whenever Tech landed Baron Morton and Cam Cameron Valdez. And I was thinking, oh man, this is a star-studded class for Tech. And it was. Those are two guys that are ballers and I think will be really good collegiate players one day. But Joey McGuire has landed two four-stars today. And those were the blue chips of of Matt Wells' program. I mean, it is just, it is nuts what is happening right now. I, 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 like, I don't even know how to put it into words. I'm going to keep saying that. But it's just, it's crazy, man. Yeah, and when you look at how Tech has done in the past like you're talking about in 2017 cliff kingsbury put together a top 50 class that included guys like jack anderson and they had 19 total enrollees and even more so than that they only ended up with one four-star recruit so even if you say that their overall ranking is going to go down somewhat which i do expect it will because more teams are going to put more guys on the board i don't think you can expect tech to be a top three class if they did again that'd be one of the craziest things in sports but 
you can say this is comfortably going to be a top 30 class nationally if this keeps up. And for Tech, that's something you haven't seen in a decade, really. And you haven't seen the amount of talent on the defensive side of things. I would argue the quality of prospect is as good as we've seen really as long as I've been covering Tech and really even beyond that. Like you look back at the Tuberville years, even in the 2011 class, which I believe had four, seven four-stars, the depth of that class wasn't there. It was kind of a start fall off after the first eight or nine guys here you've got really at least 10 of your high school recruits that you've gotten so far have been looked at by pretty high level programs and so to be able to have that sort of talent coming around it's just exceptional i think people are maybe going to get hung up a little bit on the ratings but i would just focus on the sheer amount of depth the tech has been able to bring in and just the success they've had in generating interest around the program as of late yeah and i mean as you mentioned, ratings and stars, they're all just numbers. But what I feel like Joey McGuire has really done early in this 2023 class is get players. And we are going to talk about a few of them that have committed in the past few days in our next segment. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance, props to where the next fired coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks again for making Locked On Texas Tech your first listen every day. You're talking about Joey McGuire's early star-studded 2023 class. And the guy that got the ball rolling this past weekend was Brendan Jordan, the four-star safety out of Mansfield, Texas. Um, this was one that I think a lot of people might have saw coming. There was a lot of buzz around him the last couple of weeks and really... Um, since the start of the month of February, this has been a relationship that the staff has really leaned into and a guy that has really enjoyed his relationships with the Texas Tech staff. But man, this guy to me might might be one of the the blue chip recruits of this 2023 class right now. I mean, just just such a good playmaker. When you watch his tape, you just get the sense that he's a guy that he just makes plays. Um, he knows where the ball is at at all times, whether it's in the air or in somebody's hands. If somebody's running, if there's a pass action, he's got good eyes and coverage, good good IQ. He's got a big, big hit stick. And, um, I mean, the dude will just knock your lights out if you're not careful and get your head up. But a really, really pure athlete. He played some linebacker in seven-on-seven. Seven. I think that's something that, Maybe the staff will try and use a little bit at Tech, but I think primarily we'll see him play safety. Um, just a lot of speed, a lot of burst, a lot of strength. This is a really, really good pickup, man. Yeah, I'm struggling to think of the last time, and I might sound stupid here, but the last time that Tech recruited 
kind of a guy that was purely a safety and showed so much potential in in high school and like played from day one at Tech as a safety because I feel like a lot of the recent safeties from Tech have been converts from whether it be running back or corner or whatnot or linebacker or they've transferred in from other programs and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this but as a general rule I mean you look at Jordan's tape and it just looks incredible like I mean you're talking about a guy that is very instinctive obviously he has the requisite athleticism to play at a high level I think that that helps him out a lot but I mean, you look in run support, he's a really hard hitter, good form as well. You look in pass coverage, he's obviously very instinctive in zone. He's a guy that I think can read plays very well. And certainly, he's got the athleticism to play in man coverage. I think that obviously when you go to the college level, you're going to see some adjustments from a coverage standpoint. But, I mean, this is as well well put together of a safety as Tech has recruited in a long time and i think that you look at some of the past safeties for tech and they've had good on good ball instincts they've been able to kind of replay as well or whatnot but they haven't had just that natural instinct as a safety they haven't been sort of in that position and playing that way for so long and i feel like that's the thing with jordan you have so much established tape of him just being a really good good player both in run support and in coverage that when he comes to tech i mean i have little doubts that he can fit in right away as being being a talent that can play in a 2D playing as a safety. And these are guys that you you really want to land, man. I mean, these are guys that just provide so much value to you as a team. I think safeties are, are really a, an overlooked aspect of what makes a defense go. And it's clear that this staff just is prioritizing this and knows that this is what's going to make their juice go. I was looking through past classes as you were talking and trying to find the last guy that I even thought uh, made a difference as a safety early on in their career. And and really the only guy I, I see on here is Thomas Leggett. And that was 2017, I think. So it's been a minute. And even Leggett didn't really play until I think two seasons in. He, he got hurt his first season. I mean, Adrian Fry was kind of like cornerback safety for, for a while there before playing cornerback full-time because he was really, really good there in high school and in college. But for you to land a guy like this, I mean, I was really, really excited about Landon Holaby and what he's going to contribute to this team. Like, that's a guy that I think can play, like, pretty quick here. I think that he's a he's a baller, man. And now you've got you've got two guys that are really, really, really good defensive backs. I mean... Jordan's a top 20 guy in the nation at his position. Like this guy, this guy is really, really good. And I just think, man, it can be exciting to look at guys like receiver or quarterback or running back and think about um, just the explosion. But these are the guys that make your defensive juice go. And also just the versatility that Jordan brings, like thinking about what this guy can do on pass rush or in the blitz is is just it's scary man it should make teams scared and you mentioned the man coverage i was really really impressed with what he was able to do against tight ends and backs whenever he was in pass coverage and so man this is a guy that i think can can be an immediate difference maker for texas tech and this is now two safeties that joey mcguire has landed in a matter of months that i think will be really really good red raiders one day yeah, I think Colby's another one in that sort of versatile safety group that can just play right away and has the instincts to do so. And I feel like that's one of the things that you mentioned the staff putting an emphasis on it. I wouldn't agree with that. I think that we've seen 
maybe in past years tech has looked to kind of convert some of the corners that they've had into safeties and you know they've had decent success with it you've had obviously Dejon Taylor Demerson had a really good good year playing a lot of safety this past season you had Douglas Coleman come over in 2019 but as a general rule like this this influx of safeties that you're getting that are versatile that have good instincts that can that have the athleticism to play man coverage and also be part of your bit blitz packages and sort of potential rushers in that sense like you have so much potential that you can use with them and it allows you to run versatile schemes and just having the talent on that back end to be able to do a lot of things i feel like it's one of the things that tech has maybe been missing in years past defensively where you had guys that had maybe the coverage skill in zone but didn't necessarily have the great run stopping instincts or vice versa you had really good run stuffers i think of a Thomas Slug is a good example of that as a guy that was really good in run support, but kind of just struggled in man coverage. And that kind of limited what you could do with him on the field. And I think that just bringing in all of these versatile safeties that have that level of skills and athleticism, like I'm really excited for that. I think Jordan's kind of the cream of the crop when it comes to looking at the defensive backfield and looking at just some of the recruits that McGuire's brought in, but certainly, I mean, you've brought in a number of those guys. And I think that's going to make a pretty big difference going forward. Yeah, I mean, Jordan is just, he he's really a guy that, that's just going to end up being a jewel of this class. I really do think so. And um, out of Mansfield, this is McGuire's DFW roots kind of paying its dividends again. Um, the Sports Day staff at the Dallas Morning News had some really good coverage on Jordan. They've seen a lot of him. He was a top 50 guy in their Metroplex rankings um, throughout this season. Just a player that is really respected around this area of Texas and has just gotten a lot of love. And man, I just, this this guy's a player and I think that there's a lot to be excited about here and with what he can do. I called him a ball hawk on Twitter and I realized that that probably needed a little bit more context than I was giving it. I don't think that this is going to be a guy that ends up with five plus interceptions in a season, but he's always going to be drawn to wherever the ball is on the field. And so I know that the traditional sense of ball hawk usually means interceptions, but Jordan is going to be wherever the ball is at all times. And and that's a guy that you always want on, on the field. And I think a guy that's kind of reminiscent of that to a degree is Eric Monroe, just a guy that's always coming up and making plays, always around the ball, whether it's in pass coverage or run protection even if it doesn't always end well just a guy that's always going to be involved in the defensive scheme and know where the play is at and you always need more players with with good iq good play recognition obviously monroe comes with experience on a championship secondary but i feel like with jordan that's kind of the that's kind of the path that i see him on do you you agree with me i was gonna throw it back a little bit further than that and go with Deshaun johnson as that's good that's good Yeah, I think Jordan has the potential to kind of fill out a little bit more from a physical side. But if you look at kind of the athletic ability and the fact that he's just everywhere, he can play tight end man coverage. He can be a part of blitz packages. He can really be instinctive in finding the ball. And like you mentioned, I don't know if he's going to be one of those high pick guys. I mean, certainly there's a lot of variance that goes into interceptions in football. And I think that that's something that I could argue about on on another day. But certainly you look at what Jordan brings to the table. And again, I've mentioned it before, something that you really haven't seen a lot of in recent tech safeties, but 
certainly just having that instinctive awareness and the ball hawking ability is something that this defense can really utilize. And I'm excited to see what he can do. Yeah, it's going to be special, man. Wish we could talk about him for this entire episode, but Joey McGuire does not sleep and has left us with two more recruits to talk about. So we're going to get into those in our next segment. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers and phones with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You save time and money when you use Rock Auto. Rock Auto is also a family business serving do-it-yourself customers for over 20 years. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Be sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. There's an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Joey McGuire, man, doing unthinkable things right now and just tearing it up in his really his first full recruiting cycle as Texas Tech's head coach. We just mentioned a guy that I think will be really, really good in Brendan Jordan. And surprise, surprise, we have another standout safety to break down, and that is Jamari Davis, a four-star guy out of Clarendon. Um, played some running back uh, throughout his high school season. I think he'll probably continue to play some running back uh, next year just because he's really good at it, but... We mentioned um, just, yeah, he's all district and defensive MVP, MVP yeah. in his district. That is that is nuts. And, and that's exactly what I was trying to segue to is that we mentioned in the beginning of this episode just how ridiculous the athleticism is in this class. And for you to have a guy that is all district, first team, all district running back, and also the district defensive MVP, it says all you need to know about what kind of player this guy is. I mean... He'll play safety at Tech by, by all indication, but what a player, dude. I mean, for you to land a guy like that, it, it's just crazy to see that. I don't know if you noticed this on his tape, but he also lined up the punter a fair few times as well. Yeah, like, they used him in they used him in some fakes. It was really, really yeah. interesting. Yeah, and then they probably used him at about six different places offensively um, and defensively yeah, yeah. as well. Defensively, they had him... A couple times going off of edge of an edge rush package. I mean, this is a dude that can literally play just about anywhere in a football field, and at the high school level, he's look like a beast in doing so. Like, I mean, it takes a ton of talent to be able to be all district on as a running back and be district MVP as a defensive player. Like, certainly, the he's going to probably translate to being a defensive player attack more than likely, and probably at safety. But still, just that level of talent, that level of athleticism. I mean, he is a workhorse for them, and just being able to have that versatility is incredible. I mean, you look at the talent. I mean, we mentioned earlier just the raw talent that Joey McGuire brings to the table. This is a dude that runs like a 4-4, 40-yard dash. He's very, he's instinctive as well. I think he's probably a little bit raw on the defensive side of things. We'll take a little bit of development there, but certainly you're getting an athlete. You're getting someone that has good size, good stature, has football playing ability. I think that's probably the best way I would describe it. I'm not sure exactly where he fits in as a pure player, but certainly he's someone that you watch the tape and he's just everywhere. He's standing out literally everywhere you watch. And I just think that 
that carries over. You don't see those types of guys all that often, and especially to get to get one of those guys and get him really early on in the cycle and just being able to see what he does in his senior year, just see con- how he continues to develop. It's really, really going to be fun to watch. This is a really confusing trivia time question that I don't blame you for not getting right. On his tape, there was one position that he kept playing that really, really stood out to me. It's a very unique position. We don't see it a lot, but he was playing a certain position that was really, really noticeable on his tape. Do you have any guesses? Let me think. I saw him on two of the three sides of a wing formation, Um, but I don't know if that's that unique in high school. Yeah, I mean, he, he was essentially playing cowboy back, like what we see yeah. at Oklahoma State, kind of lined up as like a tight end fullback type player where he's getting handoffs, he's getting set screens. I mean, just this guy is nuts, and his tape is his tape is so much fun. I mean, I could watch a guy's tape like this all day. And then, I mean, we, we mentioned defensive MVP and first team all district running back. If that wasn't impressive, oh, when he was a sophomore, he was also first team all district uh, linebacker and running back. So just a guy that Ted is really, really good. I mean, he's not ranked yet by 24-7 sports. I believe Rivals does have him as a four-star right now, though. And just just a guy that I think will be really good. I'm really interested to see how this staff uses him and where he fits in because I don't think that it'll necessarily be any specific thing. Like maybe we'll see him in special teams. I think that that's a really exciting possibility maybe some offensive snaps at like fullback tight end type position, but primarily defensively, primarily safety. And I'm excited to see what happens. I'm setting the over under on different positions that he lines up over the course of his tech career at at eight. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Now, granted that's taking a little bit of liberties and counting like a slot corner and a safety is different, like positioning, but I absolutely think you're going to see him, all over the place on special teams, If even if he's not getting immediate playing time. I mean, that's the type of dude that's going to be an absolute weapon in a variety of different formations. And I have, I have no doubt that at some point McGuire's going to try him in some sort of package offensively. I mean, the dude is just ridiculous when it comes to his ball skills. And you mentioned kind of playing the H-back the, as an H-back and playing in that, that type of formation. I can absolutely see an avenue where they run him as – in that position and just see what happens at least for a couple of plays. So, I mean, I can see, I can see him being used four different years and four different ways type of deal. Like where you see him one year where he's just a special teams ace that plays like ton of different positions. You have a couple of years, maybe where he's like obviously defensively playing a traditional spot and kind of being an elite defensive player. And then you have a year where they start to run him in offensive packages and whatnot. So he's a football player. There's just so much to like about him. And I mean, with that, when you can go two straight years having all district in both positions, and really you can't even really define his position on either end because he's played some linebacker, he's played some safety on the defensive side of things. And then on the offensive side, yeah, he's technically a running back by listing, but they play him at so different, so many different slots and positions that it's hard to really quantify what he does. I mean, this guy makes Seth Collins look like he isn't versatile enough. It's just nuts. I mean, you've got, you've really got clay on your hands, and the staff is going to be able to mold him into whatever he wants. One other guy committed, I believe it was 
today as we are recording it valentine's day marcus ramon edwards out of trinity christian really a true athlete type player um he he's played all over all over the field as well even on the basketball court he's a starter for trinity christian has played some running back and safety and uh linebacker and some quarterback too i think um, our buddy Ben Golan thinks that he's going to play linebacker at Texas Tech, and uh, we, we trust Golan on all things Red Raiders, and so I expect him to play in, in that role, but just a, just a really interesting athlete. I mean, for you to be able to do that many different things on that many different sports, I mean, everybody was talking today about the, uh, the goaltending dunk that he had with one hand, which is just probably one of the craziest things that I've ever seen in sports, even though it was definitely illegal. Um, it was insane to watch just a pure athlete play. And I mean, this is a guy that, that I get, again, think is a really blank cave canvas. Um, I don't necessarily see the projection, um, or the immediate projection that I do right now with Davis. I think that it might take a little bit more time for Ramon Edwards to just figure out where he fits in, but a guy that I think is a really intriguing prospect to watch going forward. And then, my my kind of closing thoughts on him, we're, we talked about two guys that are from West Texas in this last segment. I mean, Joey McGuire is sticking to his word. He's keeping West Texas kids home, and that that's that's something that you you should wear with pride if you're Joey McGuire. I mean, these are these are guys that are coveted among the country. Ramon Edwards was being highly recruited from TCU. Um, the these other guys, I mean, Davis Davis and Jordan are guys that had. Offers from all over the country, good programs, and and they're staying they're staying in the good state of Texas, and so um, he's keeping his word. He's proven that he's not all talk, and I think that that's a big big win for Joey McGuire and also the future of Texas Tech football. Yeah, Ramon Edwards might be one of the most entertaining tape watches, and I say that having just watched what Davis said. But Ramon Edwards, I mean, you're talking. A, another guy that has played like at least seven different positions and different formations over the course of his high school career. He's played a lot less at like the pure quarterback position this past year. I know, I believe it might've been a sophomore. He played some in that formation. This time he was really focusing on being a running back reportedly had over 1800 yards, 26 touchdowns. So those were some incredible stats as a running back. And just really, again, a guy offensively lined up in so many different places. And you watch the tape, and his size just stands out. Like, he looks like a man amongst boys, and he can run extremely fast as well. Like, his athleticism is off the charts. Obviously, the dunk that's been going around on social media is something that looks incredible. It was a goaltending, obviously. But certainly, just to have that athleticism to do that is incredible. And, I mean, he's just a ridiculous athlete. I think that... He's even more raw than what Davis is. I think it's going to take a couple of years to really find his place as a linebacker. Certainly he has the football instincts to be able to do that, but I don't really think that he's played a ton as a pure linebacker and really playing intricate schemes. I think they've used him some in a variety of ways defensively, both as like an edge rusher and also playing more along the lines of safety, but they haven't really run as much of him being a linebacker. So I think there's going to be a little bit of development there, but certainly I mean, you're looking at a guy that it's ridiculously athletic. The size is going to be really nice to have on the defensive side of things because a lot of times Tech has had more undersized linebackers lately, and obviously that's kind of changed a little bit as Tech has brought in grad transfers the last couple of years and sort of flipped that narrative a little bit. But still, 
that's that's one of the biggest things I think Ramon Edwards brings to the table is just his size and athleticism from day one is going to be really high caliber. And I just trust the fact that a guy that's played that much football, that is a beast on the basketball court as well, that just has that much pure talent, is going to figure things out and is going to have something to contribute eventually. It might not be from day one. It might not be his first year or two, but I think eventually he's going to turn into a really nice football player. Yeah, I think he's listed at 6'4", so definitely uh, plenty of size, and I think he's about 200 pounds, and obviously once these guys hit the hit the collegiate systems, they, they just pack it on, and I think that this is going to be a guy whose who's like physical build is going to be really interesting to watch because I think that'll really help mold him into whatever player he's going to be. But it's obviously a really exciting time to be following Texas Tech football. I mean, we're here celebrating three really good recruits that Joey McGuire has landed over the past few days. And it really doesn't feel like I'm having to talk myself into any of them. In fact, it feels more like I'm trying to have to keep myself reined in and not be too optimistic. But just an absolute shred of a past few days by Joey McGuire. And I'm sure we will continue to see it over the course of this offseason. But when we are back tomorrow, we will be taking a look at the hardwood once again because Baylor is coming to Lubbock. Fans have already started camping out for that one as well. And we've got to talk about what the Bears have gone through since Texas Tech beat them in Waco a few weeks ago, which I know was a very memorable game for most Red Raiders. In the meantime, be sure to keep up with us on Twitter. You can follow me at LBK. You can follow Emery at Eraser41. And you can follow the official Locked On Texas Tech Twitter page at Locked On TTU. Be sure to follow us and subscribe to us on YouTube if you have not already. It really helps us out. It helps our growth. We've just been really, really grateful for the amount of subscribers that we've gotten over there in the past few weeks. And we ask that you would continue to subscribe if you have not already. Thank you for making Locked On Texas Tech your first listen every day. Now be sure to make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you tomorrow.